0: Today's episode of the V-Bodega is brought to you by Apex Apparel. Apex Apparel is your one-stop shop for all your company's needs, from branding, screen printing, and embroidery, to promotional products, marketing, websites, and events. We look to be more of a partner than a provider and grow together to achieve your goals. Design, brand, market your way. Apex Apparel. Contact them today at 865-454-8765. Again, that's Apex Apparel. And welcome to today's episode of The Beat Bodega.
1: You are now listening to The Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy.
0: Whoa, that's new. Yeah, that not that new? Yes. So, yeah, I, that it actually happened yesterday when we were recording, uh, Eric and I. So, welcome to another episode of The Beat Bodega. <laughs> With us as always is Gilbert and Eric, and today we are privileged and honored to have the legendary... D- DJ, DBJ, our dear friend for many years, uh, Brant vote. How you doing, Brant?
2: What's up, gents? How are you? Glad to have you. So so wait a minute. So it's DJ, DBJ? I thought it was just DBJ. Like Share. tomato, Tomato. Yeah. How, how What do you prefer? What should I be calling you the rest of the podcast?
0: <laughs>
1: Brant? Lord. Lord DBJ. That was, that was a great question. <laughs> Still figuring it out. Still yeah. figuring it out. Depended uh, on the promoter. The,
0: right.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? I get a lot of that. I get a lot of that, too. A lot of people like, is it DJ G-Funk or is it just G-Funk? Why do you got to bring it back to you, man? Uh, it's, it's all about me, damn, man. Sorry, dude. Sorry, it's guys. Like a DJ, know, dude. Uh, DJ Never, G-Funk at my A you
1: That one promoter that messed up with the flyer and they put PBJ? Like, peanut or or what I was DJing early on and not making any money, and our buddy Angel named me Free BJ because I would not give. About <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, it shit. was it, wasn't it at one point when you were trying to come up with the name? It was DJ BJ, which would have been totally wow. fucked up. The worst name,
1: <laughs> Well that's where it came from. Yeah. Like, AJ's like, I got to get you on a flyer. And I'm like, what's your name? And I'm like, somebody joked around said DJ Sparky or
2: something <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: But, uh, but yeah, DJ BJ wasn't going to work, so then AJ, definitely not. Talk about DBJ?
3: Then. The, the funny it's thing right. is that a, uh, AJ named me as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. He named yeah. both of us. And you guys Brand, don't... He named DBJ and G-Funk.
0: And That's he, he gets no royalties, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> does AJ get any credit for this? He seems to build up a lot of you guys, man. What's nah, up? That motherfucker takes everything. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> He's his, hes paid his dues, or he's yeah. his here's money. his credit right here, right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So, Brent. So, typically, we have a topic. We're going no topic, but I did wanted to do—I did want to do something fun. Um, so, I got in trouble a few episodes ago with uh, Universal uh, Records because we actually used to put mixes, you know, along with the podcast, and then I got flagged, and they they took down one of our episodes, which happened to be a versus battle. So, you know, it was first, it was Eric versus me, then me versus Gilbert. And then uh, by default now Gilbert won, but it was only by default. Um, So the next version of our battles, all I did was place, you know, one artist against the other. And then you guys tell me which one you'd pick. So I did just because, you know, we have you on, and we all grew up in Miami. We're doing 10 10 of these battles, Miami version. All right. You in on this, DBJ? Sure. All right. So
1: I'll learn how to play as we go.
0: There you go. So we're gonna start with better freestyle song. Mm. De-
2: <laughs> Coming in hot.
0: Coming in hot. Debbie Deb. Look out weekends or Shannon, let the music play.
2: Let the music, oh, man. I'm gonna go weekend.
0: Gilbert, oh, that that one's
3: tough. I'm gonna, have, you know what? I'm gonna do let the music play as so. well.
0: Let the, I I will. I will go with let the music play. Eric, you stand alone.
2: I always do. All
0: right. <laughs> better two life crew song. Throw that D. I mean, sorry. Be, better, you know, uh, Miami booty song. Two live crews, throw that D.
1: Yeah, throw that D.
0: I know. I knew you were going to say that. Or poison clam dance all night. Throw it's that D. Night. Throw that D. I'm going to go with Eric dance all night. Oh, I, I knew. I, I knew Brent was going to go for one, though, bro. Yeah. That's a tough That's a
2: tough. That is a tough one. It's, it's t- Throw right. that D was the first one, right? It's there. Like, that's the. Rap, that's why. That's I mean. that
3: was the one that that set it all off. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm choosing that one.
0: Because you're a purist.
2: But yes. if if which one I'm still listening to t- today and have fun with. It's gonna be Poison Clan Dance All Night.
3: Well, throw that D. I can't listen to it unless it's a clean version because I usually have my daughter in the car. Yeah, <laughs>
2: the,
0: and that that's a that's a Brant staple. That's
2: a that's a. That's <laughs> Where did you land, Brant? I didn't hear. I didn't throw hear that D. Who that D. Oh, I yeah. answered it before the the second right. option was <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, you went through that D too. That was it? There was he, a comparison. Yeah, he yeah, always he always plays that.
0: That's a, right. that's a mm-hmm. DBJ staple. All right, Miami breaks or Miami bass. Breaks. Oh, <laughs> well, define Miami
1: breaks. Uh, just
3: just like, Florida, like Florida breaks, like I see. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Florida breaks is what I should have said. Yeah,
1: Miami base. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have
0: to go Miami base. Too. Miami base. All right. Eric, 100% Miami.
2: Base. God damn, man. Damn, you're like the fucking. I don't belong in this group, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, All right, get some new friends.
0: All right, we're, we're, we're gonna like th-
1: Florida breaks would be like in Marcel's car.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Marcel's car. Okay. Got it. All right. So we're gonna throw it back a little bit. Power ninety six five o'clock jams or the power love hour. Five o'clock jams. Yeah, probably two power ninety six five o'clock jams. All right. Five o'clock jams. You know
2: they're still doing it. I heard it this week. Are you serious? We, we, yeah, we were going um up to Orlando and they they still yeah they still that, play sure. that yeah I didn't know that. All right. And it's the same same set list probably too. Probably, right? <laughs> it hasn't changed.
0: <laughs> all right, so Trick Daddy or Flow Rider? Trick Daddy all day, baby. Trick that—that's da- no, your boy. Love them kids. That's trick that's that's, that's Gilbert's boy. Trick love the kids. Trick love the kids. Are right, you ready? Miami Sound Machine or Casey <laughs> and the Sunshine Band? Miami Sound Machine.
1: Casey and the Sunshine Band.
0: <laughs> God, that's that's your white side talking, Brent. You got a <laughs> Miami Sound Machine.
1: Bro, you know how many people sample Casey? That's that's, man, that's, I mean,
0: it's not shit, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect example. All right. <laughs> that we're, we're gonna we're gonna do another back and forth between uh between uh two life. Crew I don't think
1: and- anybody sampled the Miami Sound Machine.
0: Oh no. Nah, it's too,
3: it's too Latin sounding.
0: Yeah. Wait. The, Brent's what heard,
3: is
1: wait. 70s?
2: Brent's thinking of it. about. It. He's hey, thinking but about I only, it. I can only two. name like how many, how many Casey and the Sunshine Band songs can you name? I, I really only could like do two, I think. Me too. Get down on it, no, right? that's not. That's, and, that's, and the second that's,
3: one? That's no.
2: That's um. That's, um, that's, um
3: hey baby, we're, um, we're gonna love tonight. No, that's, that's no uh, man. Uh, that's lying. That's lying. <laughs> I, 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 they're they songs. There's like several
2: of them. <laughs>
1: that, that's the way I like it.
2: That's what,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bae, bae, um, I down babe,
2: tonight, I boogie shoes. So. Yeah, that? Yeah. That was, oh, but that's oh, a yeah, cover yeah. song, isn't it?
1: That was the it reverse. Is. That's yeah. when you reverse skated at, at, at Hot Wheels. Shake
0: your booty. You shake your booty. Yeah, there you go. I actually before but, I lived, but I ne- tell
1: you, you,
2: you talk about oh the grind.
3: You're
2: you're ready. You already pulled up. Oh, so hey, you you Uh brought up Hot Wheels. Where you guys are? Did you guys attend Hot Wheels? That was like, what was it the Sunday Disco Inferno? Was it Sunday or Monday? Did you guys ever do that? Yeah,
3: I I I, I, I remember going a lot during like summer camps. Like going to summer camps all the time. But Um,
2: I got a story for you there once. All right, I was in the middle. I was never a good skater when I was younger, and I I learned how to I learned how to rollerblade after. But roller skates, it just—I learned after I learned how to roller blade. Fucking blader. Um, you know how it had that little pit area? Pit area. I would hang out there and pretend like you know I was watching everybody. To get there was a mission, but once I got there, I, I just tried to play the part. So one day I was standing there, and my legs just start splitting apart, and I go down, and I luckily had the strength to come back up. So it, like people saw this and they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. Complete accident. But that gave me confidence to go outside and try to skate with other people. So I make the turn and I start going and I just go like head over heels, like is uh, heels over head, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hit my back so hard and my ass. And there's this girl right in front of me that just looked and started laughing at me. <laughs> it was so traumatizing. I went back inside, like I got myself up and I was like, I didn't set that foot on the on the skinny rink until I was older. It was oh it was like it, it was that very bad. traumatic. It was very oh, traumatic. Yeah, yeah man, that you can't be laughed at, at that age. I know. <clears throat> How were you? I it was middle school. It must have been like you know 13 or something like that. So
0: be, so between Gilbert spitting in your hair and that. No, and no, your, no. Yeah. Throwing
2: gum at my back. Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know it was you, bitch.
0: All right. We got four more to go. You guys ready? Yes, sir. All right. <clears throat> two two life crew as nasty as you want to be. Or Trick Daddy's Thugs Are Us. Better album. As nice as they want to be. Two Life Crew. Rick Ross or Pitbull? Oof.
2: I'm going to go Pitbull, man. I
0: oh, have to. Uh, you got to stick with Westchester, son. Yeah,
2: man. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess. He's worldwide, guys.
1: Yeah,
0: he's worldwide. <laughs> All right, you ready? you ready for this one? Gloria Stefan or Celia Cruz.
1: Gloria Celia Cruz.
3: I'm gonna go Gloria.
0: I'm gonna go Celia Cruz, so we're tied there. All right, and this is the last one where uh better local band, Mayday or Afro Beta? Afro beta. Yeah. Mayday. Mayday. <laughs> All right. So that was it.
2: Thank you for playing along in our band. And and thank you, Brett, for participating in those last two. No, he, he, answered. he answered. How come I don't hear I don't hear Brent? No, he said he said Selia. I, for...
1: I, I did not answer the last one. No, he no, didn't.
2: No, but no, the no, glorious no, Stefan said. He, he did answer. I <laughs> did say
1: Celia Cruz without
2: yeah,
0: me. he did. He did. He's just ahead of all of you. That's what it is. So <laughs> so Brent, this is before we get into the news and all that shit, or we'll do the news and then we'll dig into Brant's <laughs> brain. How's that? You all guys want to that? All right. So now, remember, some of this news is a little bit older since we did take a week off, or I, I was, I had to take a week off. Uh, so, Lollapalooza is finally put together, and they're going to open at full capacity. Uh, the Foo Fighters are going to headline the, the show, and um, the full lineup includes Post Malone, Tyler the Creator, Miley Cyrus. Those are the headliners, along with, um, along with uh, the Foo Fighters. So. This was all announced uh, by uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot when she tweeted, it's happening and Lollapalooza returns. Now, this is what makes it interesting. They're going to have, they're going to split it up into two areas. Vaccinated. No, and, they're not. Yeah, they are. Fucking okay, A, That's right. amazing. And if you're not vaccinated, uh, you have to have 24 hours, you have to test uh, negative 24 hours prior to the show. So, I just found that interesting. So now, when you say the, the so airways, so, is that
2: like the areas you dance? Like, so they're going to, when they ticket you, they're going to send you one way so or it's the like, other? It's like they're
0: doing in sports, right? So, right now, like the NFL is going to be one of the first people to do it. Uh, I know hockey's done it, where they actually take sections, and those are back sections. So, that that's how they're doing it. Now, I don't know how they're going to pull this off when Lollapalooza
2: pulls 100,000 people. Right. Are, they, are the tickets... Do the tickets cost the same, max versus? <laughs> I I don't I don't, I don't think, think it's This, this mayor is also like causing a little controversy too. Uh, so she, she's uh, only letting uh. Well, she's been in trouble. She's a, she's been yeah. in trouble. A you saw her mo- more, more most recent thing that she's only letting like people of color interview her. <laughs> this mayor of what city? The Chicago.
0: Chicago. Uh, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, she's she's been like uh, during the whole pandemic, and she's <laughs> yeah she's been in and out of some weirdness. She's been
2: a bit provocative
0: yeah so uh gilbert one of your other girlfriends has taken uh asap rocky confirmed that rihanna is his girlfriend and isn't
2: that awesome didn't i text you
0: that gilbert's gonna be sad again
2: yeah i already knew that but 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 hey you know what
3: he deserves rihanna speaking of speaking of my nemesis I so Andrew uh, WK? Apparently, yeah apparently Andrew WK is just going on a fucking tour with everything and rubbing it in my fucking face about everything. Uh because he's now <laughs> he's 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 actually gonna be in doing uh the riot fest in Chicago, speaking of uh of uh of uh, festivals oh, going on. Yeah.
0: He's one of the acts. Go fuck yourself, Andrew WK. Uh, Andrew WK, <laughs> I want Eric and I are fans. Uh Gilbert's Gilbert's the sour bitch here. The, if, the, the worst part is if you follow him on Instagram it's pictures of both of them
2: all day long sure. i was in love once once i got hurt real bad never doing that again yeah,
0: yeah but so so both asap rocky and under andrew wk approved give that is it the wrong dude that wrote love is i love not bad, bad
2: bitches right i love bad bitches yeah, those, yeah. That's yeah. one of the yeah. greatest songs ever
0: yeah but uh all And what
3: am i and one of my underrated artists on our episode this is true
0: is this true. Yeah. but
3: um, I, speaking on the the festival thing, it's pretty cool. I, I, you saw ACL, uh, ACL just um, announced their uh their lineup. Oh, they did. Uh, oh, yeah, it's in out. October. Um, yeah, you're seeing all these all these things. I guess now you know the next one's gonna pop up. Probably is gonna be Coachella. I'm assuming with
0: with their lineup. But um, and, but
2: yeah, this just cool to be. It's gonna be you know it's yeah. a good time to be alive. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah.
0: So well, yeah. yeah there's there's uh, a few a few. I mean. I think it's almost seven not,
2: not a show I'd go watch. I'm yeah. looking at the headliners, whatever. Yeah. Billy Eilish is in it, right? Yeah. I, I forgot who else. I'll, I'll
0: get to it. It's a, it's a, I got it on my picture oh, okay. too. So, Marilyn Manson's fucking up again. Or he's falling deeper into his shit. So, Marilyn Manson's former assistant sues the rocker for sexual assault and battery. Uh, Marilyn Manson is being sued over harassment uh, by his former assistant. Ashley Walters claims Manson. Uh, treated her awfully and bragged about raping women, allegedly telling her uh, during a video shoot he loved when girls looked like they just had been raped. Um, in the suit obtained by TMZ, the accuser also claims Manson would tell her that he wanted to kill the women he was dating. So th- this story gets deeper and darker, and I don't think we're going to see Marilyn Manson that ever dude again.
2: dude has serious mom issues. <laughs> That's all I got to say. What uh, the fuck?
0: Yeah, so this I thought this was kind of neat. Uh, an arena in Sweden is going to be renamed uh, in Avicii's honor. Um, uh, it's going to be it, it'll memorialize the Swedish native uh, in his Stockholm area. Uh, the stadium was previously named Ericsson Globe. Um, it holds 16,000 people, it's actually the biggest uh, arena in uh, Sweden, and it'll now carry his name in memory of. Of uh, DJ Richie, who uh,
2: brought us, you know, like um, he he made Western music popular again. Country Western music, <laughs> according to Marcel. Because, <laughs>
0: because, <laughs> oh, Marcel. Oh uh, the, I thought this was interesting. Noel Gallagher. I don't know how the fuck always it stays relevant, just because of the two brothers fighting constantly. But uh, I, don't think, I don't think they're a band anymore, right? I don't think no, they, no, even, they, 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 they haven't been a band forever.
2: in a long time. Right, right. Who's the asshole brother? It's a Noel or Liam? I think they're kind of both assholes. Yeah. Like no. But yeah, uh, no, there's one that's a bigger asshole. I think Liam's a, a bigger man. asshole. Yeah, yeah, Liam's a bigger asshole.
0: But uh, yeah, he, he put out a statement the other day how much he hates Wonderwall. And uh, he said he never liked the song because he never finished writing it. Uh, considering that that's one of their staple songs and they made a shit ton of money, he can go fuck himself. But now, going to Austin City Limits, that Gilbert brought up. Uh, Billie Eilish, Stevie Nicks, Miley Cyrus. They're the headliners uh, for both weekends. And then um, artists include The Baby, Erica Badu, George Strait, Phoebe Bridges, Megan Thee Stallion, Black Pumas, who I would love to go see. And uh, it'll run on the weekends of the 1st and the 8th. And that's, uh, that's Austin City Limits. And uh, we're not going over the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We did that Did you guys
2: did you guys see the whole thing with Lil Bow Wow and he's gonna do a versus battle with Soldier Boy, and Lil Bow Wow's claiming that it's gonna be epic. Soldier Uh, Boy's gonna smoke him. What what do you guys think? Uh, It's a versus. versus, I
0: mean, it's a versus battle. I don't care to watch. Damn it, still. (laughs) That's my name, bro. But um, I guess uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland are doing part two. They're doing a live version, right? They're doing it
3: live at, at at live. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that live that's live. Yeah. I like that. And then, um, is so, that what, like,
1: what, what kind of what RZA did with, um,
0: with Premiere? Yeah.
1: With Premiere last year?
0: Yeah. Similar?
1: Uh, yeah. That would uh, be
0: sick. Yeah. 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 Well, they've, they've, they've done a, a shit ton of them now. Like, we, I mean, we talked at length, uh, about, uh, the Method Man Red Man one. That one was fucking dope as shit. Uh, which is the one that you thought was sexy, Gilbert, the Isley Brothers? Oh, it was Isley Brothers and Earth Going the Fire. I didn't see it, but, uh, but apparently... But you were clearly turned on by uh, Ron job dropping, dropping panties at 80. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's been a few. It was, uh, the Monica and... Uh, Brandy. And Brandy. <clears throat> uh, the Lennon and Swiss did one. Uh, there were some shitty ones, like the 112 and Jagged Edge. Yeah. Um, the, the one that was
3: dope, but it was like... Te- I guess they had technical difficulties was the uh, nope. Teddy Riley versus uh, uh, Babyface. That one, went, that that one I think, cool. I think, I think the uh, to be to me honest, I think the producers ones tend to go better because they they have more cat more of a catalog. Because mm-hmm. man, for some of these artists to get twenty songs, they start playing like some B cuts and you like, you, you say that, but the fucking Method Man Redman one was like, yeah, but that was a concert. Long. That yeah. was a concert. That wasn't a that wasn't a verses. You know what I mean? Like, but it, but it was fucking great. No, it was good. But I mean, I, I you know, it's a Method Man and Red Man concert. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, this this should be cool. Like it, yeah. it should be fun. Yeah. Um. They. I mean. They, they. were the ones that kicked it off originally. Yeah. Well, technically, it's, it's, it's just, theirs. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Technically, just Blaze and Swiss Beats really right. did the first verses. Yeah. Um. But then, like as as titled as verses, it was Swiss and, and Timbo that yeah. did. It, but it should be fun. Yeah.
0: So here are the the last two uh, news items. So, rapper Bugsy the Don charged by charged by the FBI over his album cover shot. During the Capitol insurrection, uh, he's facing charges for appearing during the Capitol insurrection and making it into an album cover. Um, Bugsy's real name Antoine Deshawn—I uh, can't pronounce his last name—chose chose to photo chose the photos from his march inside the Capitol building, and the photographs became his album cover. And uh, he also has pictures inside the Capitol during the insurrection while he was getting arrested, he said, no, I'm just taking pictures for my album. I'm like, no, you're at the wrong place at the wrong time. So
2: Bugs, he's... he seems like a really smart guy. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, especially when he's spelling his name B-U-G-Z-I-E. Yeah. <laughs> and then... um What the fuck, man? <laughs> you, did you see the album cover? Like, this guy wanted to be... And that's what I'm looking. I gotta see yeah. this shit. Oh, like why would anybody do this, dude? Like, people are yeah, the fucking minds.
0: Brent, you're right. Nothing makes sense anymore. Everything, and we Eric and I talk about. No, it No, like it's so. It's so,
1: like it's almost. Is is it?
0: Did that really happen on purpose? I, I,
2: don't,
0: I don't know. know he, yeah, he's
2: just sitting there in front of an. He's not in the building.
0: No, he's sitting in front of the step. No, but the, he has pictures of him oh, in the within? building. Too. Oh, yeah, and I think that's what he's getting in trouble for. Not not the picture that he's outside is, but he wasn't the only artist to do that. There was a few musicians that took advantage during the insurrection, and and uh, and went inside to take pictures to make it part of albums. It's it's ridiculous, but Dude. all right. So here's uh here's the last bit of news. Uh, Ti response to fresh allegations of sexual assault as LAPD investigation unfolds. The LAPD is investigating rapper Ti and his wife Tiny over sexual assault allegations. The new report says a woman met with detectives virtually in April about incidents occurring in 2005. A spokesperson of the LAPD confirmed to the daily beast that an investigation is currently active. A second woman named Rachel Jenks has filed a police report with similar allegations in Las Vegas and then Las Vegas metropolitan police department would not confirm the case is ongoing. So um, I guess, Apparently, they forced they're into the,
2: freaky shit, dude. Yeah.
0: So, so, so some of the, oh. you know, so in a letter that was sent to authorities in California and Georgia, uh, what they're being investigated for is events of sexual abuse to force ingestion of illegal narcotics, kidnapping, terrorist mm-hmm.
2: threats, and false imprisonment. Both Tiny and TI. And yesterday I saw a video of their son like, like kind of. Starting to pull out a gun from a book bag, right? So he he was in a fight, and somebody stepped up to him. He's like, "What you want? What you want?" And he ran to his car. He pulled out a book bag, and he was making like kind of gesture, gesturing to like, go click, into click, the click. back. Yeah, to to get something in the book bag. It, <laughs> it, it, it 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 calmed down, but you know the threat was there.
3: Those those accounts look, uh, sound like some like Rick James shit. Like back, like no. he uh, yeah, had like something very similar.
0: But were these parties? Yeah, like, I, I, the Rick James shoe was fucking nuts. Though. I think he bur- burned. He was
3: the girl a was with a crack, crack pipe. Girl with, with crack pipes, though. Yeah. That's, I don't know if they had that. <laughs> look you at look up, hey, like... face.
2: Did you see Brad's face? <laughs> <laughs> hey dude, girl, You liked it's, it. It's
0: Rick Man, James. All bitch.
2: these guys, dude. It's we party like We had
1: a good time for a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, without burning
0: never, anybody. Yeah, I never burned anybody with a crack pipe. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, we we've had yeah we partied a lot. We had, I mean, the one of the few things I was telling Eric yesterday. Uh, when you bought the pizza off the hippie at that rave and you were dancing with the pizza box
1: the whole best way. pizza ever. Just... <laughs> I gave most of it away. You did give most of it away.
0: <laughs> but you kept the box. Uh, he, was, he was dancing with the box the whole fucking night. But yeah, no, we had we had a lot of great times, but I mean I I don't remember any us burning anybody with crack pipes. You know what what happens with it's similar to like the Deshaun
3: Watson thing where, where pe- more people start coming out. When like the allegations start coming out, even with the Marilyn Manson thing, like you start t- kind of seeing it, like kind of like snowball into
2: into like this, this massive thing. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I wonder like what the psychology behind it is too, right? Like a lot of these people thought it was acceptable until like right. you know they start hearing this shit. Like, wait a minute, well, what, right. what happened to me was kind of fucked up, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait then. a minute, I yo this wasn't for fun. You know, I was actually tortured. There was that one actress from Game of Thrones that. He went and feed her and he, like, pretty much took her passport, had her here in Florida, like, invited her for, for a photo shoot. Of course. And um, Esme, Esme Blanco, I think, or Bianco. Bianco. And and it was crazy, dude. Like, he he tied her up, like, electrocuted her with one of those, like, not a cattle prop, but they sell this this toy that, you know, kind of zaps you and did all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, I used that to kill my flies, too.
0: <laughs> Brent's in total shock.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I mean, not.
1: In, I'm not in shock at yeah, all. But
0: yeah, I yeah. guess I'm. Yeah, I'm in but,
1: shock, but I'm not in shock.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, dude, but I, I, yeah, Well, but I mean, dude, it goes further. We brought it up in one of the other episodes. Like, look at all the fucking shit with uh, Led Zeppelin. Like all the shit that they were doing, like passing around thirteen-year-old girls, and it was—it's fucking crazy. It's
2: just one of those. Like, I, I guess after a while, like sex gets boring for you, so you just kind of. Then start you don't know, boundaries, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, oh, straight sets, all of a sudden, it's not as fun as it used to Let's bring in some fire or some rope yeah. or duct tape.
0: You've thought about this.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: <laughs>
0: but I, look, man, it, it's. I don't even think it has anything to do with the year. It I, sucks. It's How just... often
2: we keep coming? No, back no, 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 to this. no, 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 no. Not at all. Uh, you know, we keep coming back to this because it's happening so much. Well, it's what's it's happening so much? Uh, just, just artists that are sexual deviants. Uh, the question: deviant. is, is it
1: happening so much, or is it? It's is always it happened. coming out in
0: the open. Right? It, right. It's always right. happened. Now, now, the fact that information flows so freely and so quickly, now it's all coming to light. But I mean. It, think about it's happened since you know since the beginning of time, bunch of yes. people with money they're not held accountable because they're the they're you know they're they're on the upper echelon of of uh, of life and they got away with everything and now now everybody's so exposed that information flows so fast that everything's coming to light, you know so
1: and who knows if there's like people compromised, you know, like I got dirt on you, you got dirt on me, you shut the fuck up. I shut the fuck up oh and then, of course,
0: right, of course you know,
1: but then like, Things start getting leaked, and somebody says enough is enough.
0: Yeah.
1: And now with the internet, you know, it's like
0: yeah, I
3: feel like knows. these people attend secret parties with mass masquerade okay. parties and shit. Don't get to the S and
2: M parties; like you'd see some stuff. I mean, like there was were certain <laughs> um, the S M parties, like allegedly once. Like, uh, um, and you see, you see some things, but. Boundaries aren't pushed there, right? Like, if it gets darker, I, it's it's kind of hidden a little more, I guess, the deeper you think, go and stuff. I think it's called safe words. No, no, no. I'm just talking about in <laughs> no, general. No. Like, you, you'll start seeing, like, yeah. the S&M, and they will take it to a certain level. But, you know, if it, if it gets a little harder, you know, there's yeah. – it goes into, like, deeper rooms or, you know. Yeah, there's, not, a, not there's in the general am- area
0: amateurs, novice, and then the professional <laughs> ones. And then so – but I, I – Look, it's all this depravity has always happened. I'm sure <laughs> this, this,
2: this podcast really took but a time. No, listen, in, in those situations, <laughs> there is consent, right? Yeah. So this right. is this is something else we're talking about.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. It's right? just, let's it, just it,
2: clear that out. So
0: right, let us let, find the happy place. We're we're getting too dark. Yeah. This is, but uh, <laughs> so new bands this week. Yeah, you <laughs> guys. You, you got too deep. Oh, so yo, you pri-
1: yeah, Well Marilyn was... Manson started. I mean that was news, right? I mean, you brought up Marilyn Manson, yeah, yeah, and you had TI, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah no,
0: but but the it. but the Marilyn Manson thing's already come up. This is what, like the third or fourth I, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Been a year into it. No, it, it, I'm not I'm not into it, Eric. It's just been, no, no, I'm saying uh, a
2: year into the Marilyn Manson Yeah, episode. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you said you're into it. He heard yeah, you're into yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. no, no,
0: no. But uh no, I it's it's news, it's happening. I mean, It is what they, it is, man. And now think about how many more people are connected to their computer now because, you know, I mean, slowly, I think, I actually think that things that we haven't seen since our times are going to start happening. People are going to be so sick of being connected to the internet. Now with everything opening up again, I, people are just going to want to get the fuck out and and kind of unplug for a little bit. Uh, or at least I, I think our demographic, I think, you know, know the gen xers and then these generations that that's part of their life you know which where it wasn't part of ours but i think how about the uh, the geriatric millennials do you think they're gonna That's that that's 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 us
3: (laughs) no no that Jerry a geriatric millennial is is somebody that who's like 35 around there Uh, you know what i mean like those people
0: generation right under us yeah yeah they're 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 just fragile
2: it has (laughs) a subdivision now yes I love it. Geriatric,
3: a geriatric. Look it up, man. A geriatric millennial. I think it's somebody born from like eighty-five to ninety or some shit like
1: that. Like
3: it's like we're so
2: concerned with labeling (laughs) everything, man. Holy shit! I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Uh, Generation, what is it? Generation Z. Now is that the most recent one? That's the new one. That's the newest one. Yeah, it's the last letter on the alphabet. Yeah. So, so what the hell do we I
2: guess it's the coming apocalypse, right? Like, so I don't know. Oh, is yeah. it like an Excel spreadsheet? It's going to go AA now. <laughs> <laughs> a a, a They start
1: over like the yeah. hurricanes. Uh, uh, a. But, but, uh, was so, there? A,
3: was there a Gen A? Is that like?
2: Is that like, I, like I, Jesus? I, I, Gen I, A is I, Adam and Eve. <laughs> you know, there was life before Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that's it, guys. We had according good,
2: to some people. Yeah, we, we we had a good
0: run, man. We had a good run. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! But it's, it's you know, and it's funny, because we do this podcast, you know, I, so Brent, originally, uh, our format was totally different. And then I realized, fuck, we haven't moved past the early 2000s. Like, all our music was 90s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Like, dude, we gotta, we gotta connect and, and listen to new music. So it was good. Yeah, so it was, yeah. But, you know, the good thing is it forces us to look at shit. And, you know, we have found, you know, some good music out there. I mean, but, but it was interesting because like, God, like it's either at first, I thought we're old and we're not, we're just not connecting with the music, but it's not true because when we were growing up, shit from the seventies was awesome. Shit from the sixties was awesome. It's a lot of music now is shit, but you, you have, you do find some diamonds in the rough. Like, uh, you know, or it's forced a lot of, like, especially in hip hop, a lot of the older heads to start making music. Like Busta Rhymes started pumping out a, a lot of new music, came out with a new album. Redman's new song is fucking dope as shit. It's, you know, it's hip hop. It's it's the hip hop that we know. Uh, Fat Joe. So, and then you have these, like, um, these guys, like... Uh,
2: Fat Joe hip- also said... Uh- DJ Khaled
0: is the new Quincy Quincy Jones. All right,
2: slow down. Oh, take that with a grain of salt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. God, God, God damn it. God damn it,
0: Fed Joe. God man, you know, you think the lone the the lone standing Puerto Rican right now is he, but sick he was
3: now. on Drink Champs, so he's,
0: you know, he's probably a little little a little tipsy when a he a little said it. Drink,
1: Drink Champs has been cool to watch, man.
3: Yeah. The evolution is, you know, obviously with you know, people uh locally uh from Miami, you know, know uh of EFN from his mixtape days back in the you know the night in the in the late nineties. And and then obviously, you know, Nori, you know, and it's kind of cool to see them evolve into what they are now. It's pretty pretty badass, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry, what is
2: it? It's drink chips it's a show,
3: it's a podcast.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, and they get, you know, they 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 get and you know, they kind of stick to like that other genre even though i just saw the other day they had trinidad james i was just, i was watching the uh or listening to the podcast the other day uh but they, they normally kind of keep people from the the early you know like late 90s early two thousand uh era
1: well it's um, there's so much stories that they extract oh you my know?
3: gosh bro yeah it, yeah it, it's
1: amazing and from the you know they've been bringing executive producers like oh, label execs, no, Yeah, yeah you know and,
3: and 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 you know they they start drinking they start you know kind of like lowering their their you know like, start loosening
2: up yeah, yeah loosening
3: up and they start you know I, I the what I've listened and I've actually gone back to listen to it again was uh, when Pharrell was on and some of the 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 things that he was uh, like talking about like you know he was how um, uh, I'm a slave for you for Britney Spears was originally for Janet Jackson um, the whole Justified album was originally for Michael Jackson wow. Yeah, um, he's uh, um, looking at me. Uh, Mace, remember uh, why you over there looking at me? Was originally a Belbiv DeVoe, uh, DeVoe song. Um, I'm talking nuts. And he, he wrote, he wrote um, fronting for for Prince. Wow. And Prince did it. Prince didn't like it. And then, it, it, and it's just you see his mind working, and so he starts kind of. Humming the melodies of it, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" Now I hear Prince in it, you know. Um So it was, it was kind of cool. But they, they, they do get a lot of good information from, you know, stories and stuff like that from, from different. Check,
1: check that
3: one. out. Yeah, the Pharrell one is the Pharrell one was incredible. Do you listen to uh Tom Quali's podcast?
0: His is really good. Have,
3: too. I've, I've, I've seen like clips from
2: it, but I've never seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I never his heard.
0: his podcast is really good. Um,
2: with, with Prince, you saw Sinead O'Connor pretty much playing Oh when yeah, compares to you. She said that like. Uh, Prince was kind of, not stocky, but he was very aggressive with her. Yeah, and I did she see that. He says that that song is pretty much hers now, even though Prince really. I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel about that. She did a I mean, great it, it job. It kind of is her
3: song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, but. but damn, man, to, to claim it like that.
3: Yeah, do, you, no, do, you consider, do you consider, sorry, Carlos, let me cut you off. Do you consider Manic Monday a Prince song or a ba- a, a Bengals song? Because I consider no, it a right. Bengals song.
2: I consider it a Bengals song. too. Oh, yeah. And Remember just that? like uh Johnny Cash heard, he did it better
3: than Trent. Right. But I still consider it. Yeah, but it's, it's still a nine inch nails song. But, but he, like, did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did do it better.
2: But
0: uh, I, I, but I mean I, I think the the biggest song that you I mean is um I think it, we're Whit- alone now? No, no. Uh Whitney Hill, Houston, now. Whitney Houston, uh, I will always love you. Because I mean even Dolly Parton acknowledged she goes like that, I will never be able to do it like that. That's her song.
3: And if you listen to them, they I mean like obviously the lyrics are the same,
0: but they don't sound anything alike. No. Because you know? it was it was uh, rearranged for Whitney Houston. Yeah. But all right. So Brent, sir, how's it going? Awesome, having fun. Hey, you look you? great out in the beach. Look, you look nice and tan. <laughs> <laughs> you do have this certain yeah, kind of glow around you, glowing, you know? yeah, like an orange aura. Is that the aura? It's the, the
1: contrast between. Yeah.
0: The, is, that, is, is that
1: what it is? I'm like kind of red, and that thing's kind of light blue, so <laughs> it the
0: color out your eyes. <laughs> so uh, this is what's been fun, or the episodes that have been fun. Uh, you know. When we had Mike on, you know, obviously our our first guest uh, never fucking left the podcast. That would be Gilbert. (laughs) And, uh, and Brand, you know, it's the cool thing is, you know, we all kind of grew up together. I mean, it's been, you know, with Eric and I, it's been 30 years, the 30 years with Gilbert coming up and 20 plus years with with us. And, and uh, it was the beauty of what we've been doing is, it allows us to hang out even though we don't live in the same place. And this has literally become us hanging out every Monday or Tuesday. Um, And, you know, we talk shit. We just add a topic to it and then turned it into a podcast. But the reality is that it really is just us talking shit.
1: I love it. It's awesome. You guys have been creating a buzz, man.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And then – so carlos
3: real quick can so can we talk about about uh, the superstar dj that is dbj because besides being an amazing financial advisor he was once a badass fucking dj he was in the in probably the heyday of when south beach was actually south beach for real you know what i mean because Uh it was like i remember the times that were like where like he came up at the time where like hip-hop wasn't really allowed in the main room (laughs) remember that it was like it was only in like you know certain nights or whatever and and, but we would, you know, he would like, we would always like had the side room where the hip hop thing was like, I remember it really kind of started changing in the 2000s when you were doing like um, a cameo with, with Irie and stuff like that. Like you would open up his, his thing. Yeah. That's when, like when hip hop really became, when started blowing up and like, it was the first time, like you're allowed to actually play it in the main room as a, as a set, like where you're not kind of mixing all these genres, like, you know, so, um, yeah, dude. Like you know, I was I was telling like when we were doing the event this past a couple weeks ago, I was telling um, I was telling people like this guy you know kind of used to run South Beach back in the
2: day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't run it, but
2: I. No, but what was prominent got, during that time? It was more like a like a house or.
1: What was, was what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think the music. I remember the music changing in Miami. Um. Well, we started going out. 94 93 92 93 94 that's where dance music was the 80s oh you know, your the pesh mode your erasure your new order, new order that yep. was like us jamming right then from 94 to 95 obviously the rave scene started happening you know the the breaks started happening and dance started morphing remember that sound of dance like it, it was like the rhythm of the night yeah, right.
3: yeah, like Europe. Yeah, like yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, dance Euro popular it was like baby, baby, remember mm-hmm. that? And then, and then that started being like the commercial dance house, and um, commercial dance for that matter. And then it just got harder and harder. You know, yeah, like, it started, like, be- it
3: started becoming like trance, like you, you, you know, like like
1: yeah, uh, translator house, mm-hmm. and then all the clubs started, you know, playing that. More, like, where the clubs that we used to go to listen mm-hmm. to the eighties they mix into Planet Rock and they've all that is now playing all this new dance and then it even got even deeper than that. Um, and then right around that time you know, at the same time you had you know, Biggie coming up in 93, you know, that album all the, all that old school, you know what was it uh, Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. that sound was, was really those 90s. So that was happening in tandem with the dance and then you know, the, the hip hop just kind of kept growing and then into the early two thousands and the R and B started coming in. So it was like these two things. So then what well, the main room dance floors was really all house until that 03, 04, 05, And yeah. when Kanye's album first came out, you yep. in a college graduate, that like was like,
2: whoa,
1: you know, and that started a lot, you know, he had a bunch of hits there. And then it started going from the side
2: room
3: to, to the main, main room. room. Yeah. yeah. it's funny i think people uh, i think people it's funny how people talk about what open format is and and Mm. i I tell i tell people i've i've talked about this uh in in this podcast before i think the djs in miami are the best djs in the world and they always (laughs) give me shit for that but i i think it's coming from that era where where even when you would open up at at, in one of the like so-called hip-hop rooms you would open the night playing like michael jackson prince like classic stuff you know and then you would kind of go into a little bit r&b then you go hip-hop mix reggae in there so like we were doing open format shit since back then you know what i mean and it was all like and and, it wasn't serato back then so you were literally trying to find all these records like think about how much how many how much record shopping we had to do to to go find classic michael albums prince albums whatever all all the disco shit you know what i mean so it wasn't that easy to get all these records you know what i mean so um uh, yeah it's just a different time and then and then when when you know in the early 2000s when the hip when hip-hop blew up I mean that was that was crazy because then you had all these like like liquid you would h- hear liquid hip-hop in the main room and it, it, we, before we used to be in the side room when I dj'd in the side room you know so it's like it was kind of like that evolve. And then after that, obviously like ED, when ADM blew up, that was that was nuts. You, you yeah,
0: know, that,
2: that's Gilbert, when, that's remember, when AJ blew up. Gilbert, remember <laughs> when we brought Brett here to talk about his experience? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm you I'm, just, I'm elaborating
3: that. on his experience I'm, too. I'm I mean, fucking was, with you, we were there together.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I dude, I I, I mean shit. I I, re- I still remember the first day I met Brent. I went with Gilbert. Brent used to have hair up to here. had his little long hair, and then, but uh, I, one thing, one thing I always respected, Brent, was how, you know, when, especially when you had uh, the little room in front of your grandparent's house, and then, like, just practicing and going through music, and, you know, it's, it's cool when, when somebody's that honed in to their, you know, to what they're doing. What, so, how did you end up like that, and you no, I, i'm not saying this in a bad way but like it's how did you dive in so deep into music and your brother not like how how did you not take him along with it it was just not his deal
1: i try to take everybody with me man
0: okay. this is wherever
1: i could you know okay. i don't know why that, that. <laughs> but my grandfather played the trumpet in cuba and mm-hmm. he, he knew how to play you know and then my uncle was in a rock band and they always exposed music to me so yeah, after, after after I realized I wasn't going to make it to the NBA, I figured out, uh, cool. I got I to gotta figure out something that I love to do and have fun and I can make money. I was in college and then, remember, I was living at the fraternity and they had yeah. records and they had, yeah. and I said, uh, and I was already at parties. Wait, but you carry started CD DJing games. in college? Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: wow. Well, when I got to college, I had just, I collected so much, CD, like I, I collected all these dance CDs, like, like that we were just talking about, you know, I had them all. Huh. And in college, I would go to the parties and the six city changer. I was just there all night playing for everybody. Huh. And then all of a sudden, my my roommate had turntables and a bunch of vinyl. And I was like, it was just like love at first sight. I'm like, I'm, I'm how, how do I do this? And then he goes, just go just go buy some needles. So, you know, because needles are very fragile. And I, want, I don't want you using my needles. But if you go buy, I'd have $2. To, so my girlfriend, my wife at the time, she had a job and she bought me my first needles. And I said, I, the next day I go, I got needles, man. And I remember going upstairs. You guys remember that room upstairs, our really? bar room where the turntables were? Uh. I remember going up there like at eight or nine at night and just starting to play. And obviously it was a train wreck course. For my hell. Uh. <laughs> but uh, I remember going, All right, I think I'll go to sleep right now. It's five in the morning and I was by myself. And it was in that moment that I was like, oh, crap. Like I just seven hours just flew by.
0: I, I see I don't know because you, you were you were living up north here, but even even when I would hang out with you at your grandparents' house, it would start like at 10 and then next thing I go, fuck it's like four or five in the morning. You gotta get the fuck out of here. And it was just fucking listening to music. But yeah. like you know, it was you know my love for music was always because you know, my, my dad played in a calypso band, you know, he'd always played music. He used to make steel drums, and wow. then so I grew up playing percussion. And then, you know, I fell in love with music since I was a kid. It was, you know, the, I just, I just never DJed. I mean, what I would do is every now when Gilbert wasn't in his room or when he wasn't home, I'd fuck around with the shit. And then, but I never pursued it, you know, like I, I just, I just never followed it. And then. Gonna,
2: you're just going to skip over Dysfunctional Youth, are you?
0: And then, you know, our legendary <laughs> band.
2: So Brent, all this was self-taught. Right. You never nobody ever guided you. You just fell into it. You had a roommate that showed you the way.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they guided me a little bit. I remember I remember one day being at a festival in Gainesville and, and, and Mike B was like teaching me about bars, you know, eight count, 32 count. And I remember. Going, got it, you know, and then it was just freaking pounding the pavement, man. You know, there's no
2: YouTube videos. Yeah. Right. So you didn't have yeah, to was, mark records like you were able to like count bars from the beginning. Like
1: it was, oh, no, like I ended up. Well, I ended up. Yeah, but like records. Are, I mean, I went on a record marking frenzy, you know, all my I would take 10 crates to the club with me and they would all be genre and then they would all be BPM based. So the beginning are all the lower BPM. So I would literally time every record and put a sticker on it. Mark. It. I mean, they're all still marked you know but it
0: was you know, like we've was all stupid. we've all helped you carry crates we all know <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
1: but you know the, the reason i took crates is it. i never wanted to have that moment when somebody asked me for something and i didn't have it. Yeah. yeah unless it was for like unless it was like vanilla ice 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 baby or like marac- macarena i made sure i never had that girl, um, girl, girl, girl had so had i wouldn't feel guilty if they did it sitting right there in the yeah. crate but but yeah i just always wanted to have it and you never knew like also, what mood you were in, you know, some nights I'd want to open up with R&B or jazz because that's what I want. I wasn't I don't want to hear the same crap every single night. So mm-hmm. or I wanted, like you were talking about Gilbert, you know, I want to open up with funk or even get into some freestyle, like, you know, just to switch. Mm-hmm. So, so you weren't the same DJ every week for the crowd and for yourself because you drive yourself nuts playing the same record over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't want to hear the same record.
3: Yeah, especially if you're playing, you know, three or four nights a week. I mean, it's. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and I, I learned, you know, I really just went back to when, okay, when we were going out, you know, you were mentioned, one of you were mentioned that was like, wow, okay, I'm 18 or 17 or 15 or 16 or whatever. Right. And we're listening to the music from the 70s and the 80s that mm-hmm. that they came out when we were kids. So that was new music to us. New orders, yeah. new to you, mm-hmm. me, even though it's 10 or 15 years old. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, all right. So if there's seventies and eighties and funk and stuff like that, well, that's new music for people that have never heard it before. Of so I realized like I got that concept. I was like, all right, it just you want to fulfill, fill the space up with cool stuff that A was old and then B was maybe still new. So I was like, Oh, it's old, but it's new, and it's like and it's still new to the room, new to the vibe, you know. Yeah. So,
0: what what becomes amazing is once you start realizing the new or at the time, the new music that you that was new and you realized oh it was sampled from that song <laughs> yeah and, that's great and, yeah, and then all of a sudden like oh shit i could blend these two together i mean it's it's amazing how you know I we've talked about it before how the cool thing about being a dj especially when you know when you build a career from it is that you're a music historian because you start learning you know that you have this enormous library and then once you fall in love with a song and you find out this is where it comes from, and then you go deeper, and then you go into the genre, then you go into the history of it, and then all of a sudden you end up with thousands of records because you've built this library, and then right. you become a music historian because you learn, oh no, no, you, you like that. Let me show you where it actually comes from, or let me show you what inspired that guy. That that's always what I've loved about DJs is you know, that that part of it is like dude, these guys become encyclopedias for music. Yeah. But but to-
3: Sorry, I made you cut you off. I remember talking about that. I remember going to to, um, Cameo and it was Kid Capri was the headliner and Mauricio was opening up for him. Right, and then you could tell because these guys, these established DJs, especially at that time, um, would were, were give you a, uh, like a no playlist, like you can't play this, you can't play that, you can't play this. Oh, and if you were
2: if you were opening up for the that? opening act, yeah, yeah, oh, the opening shit. DJ,
3: and dude, and and I, you could tell that that because I, you know, I, I was hearing Mauricio spinning. You, I mean, everybody from that era knows how Mauricio spun or whatever, right? And he 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 had a stake completely away from hip hop, and it was, but he was killing it with like the funk disco all this shit and you're like duty and, and you're talking about like pushing it like starting at 10 to like 1 30 in the morning so it's not even like right. at, at 12 you know you're playing a couple hours and the, and the headliners on you know kick probably to go on to like 1 30 in the morning you know what i mean so for him to be able to do that and keep the, the, the crowd engaged that that whole time for those three and a half hours like i was still one of the dopest like opening sets that i've heard you know from back then you know
1: yeah that's a great point because that is true you know like for Uh, Props to Mauricio He was actually You know, you did ask me When I did come When I started playing in Miami Mauricio did Hook me up with a lot of jobs And and Irie did And then Radimus. Those were three guys That really I got to open up For all three of them And they they,
3: Radimus is one of my favorite DJs It was nasty, bro
1: Nasty Well, speaking of Radimus, Well, no I I, I opened up for him At Space once And I think I started At like one Opening up and it's two thirty or 3 in the morning and i'm playing i remember specifically playing jay-z i just want to love you it's three in the morning you right. understand so and he had a flip attack what are you doing <laughs> why are you playing this <laughs> like homie it's three in the morning bro no, but i get it because you know you can't play any hits opening up yeah so the challenge is how do you keep people moving and rocking playing all that old stuff not repeating a track, you know.
3: That 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 I remember. Um, I, and you I, you were the one that got me the gig. I, I I covered for Adamus one one Saturday at at Space, and it was it started at one and it was till eight in the morning. And this is yeah, vinyl. Bro,
1: I remember that day. And yeah. this is
3: vinyl, so it is.
1: Yes. <laughs> How many times did you
3: pee? Uh, God, who knows, bro. <laughs> and oh yeah, but I was telling you, this is a famous uh story of of me getting all those crates in the cell in the Celica. And
0: oh, yeah. it was... oh, hold on. remember, we got it. Martin, this is going back to the Celica that you wanted to know about. Yeah, yeah. And and getting, you know, 10
3: crates in that in that little ass car because you're playing for seven hours and you don't repeat and You can't repeat. You can't. But you repeat. know what? I'll tell you what, the, what was changed from back then, like. You 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 do let songs ride longer when you were on vinyl. Like now I I I don't. I, there's songs I don't even know have a second verse because I'm cutting them so fast. Because you know what I'm saying like you know before you have a, you have only a certain amount of vinyl that you have. You know what I mean? So
1: yeah, but at the, and at the same time, like if you start ripping through records quick. You Know you remember, like, I don't know if you remember, there were nights that didn't, oh my there was god, no time to put it back in the yeah, jacket.
0: That's the worst, even
1: crazy. Would, 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 would at the end of the night, he'd have when he started going doing his routine, it's yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. don't wanna, you don't have time to put it back in the jacket. It's like, all right, you next, know, yeah, uh, it'll take
3: you see. literally like a half an hour at the end of the night. Just sort Well, you
1: can't, you can't, <laughs> there's not enough time to put it back in the jacket and cut the next record. Oh, for you sure, know? you know. So, that's what's cool about you know what's going on digitally now, is you can just whip through stuff, you know.
0: Oh my god, man. Uh, sp- speaking of craze and going back to your frat house, uh, Gilbert and I talk about it all the time. That w- one of our favorite craze moments was make him say uh had just come out. And he started fucking around in your like just in my, in
1: my room or in the
0: no in the room. In, in the room. room, in the room, and then it was I-, I think it was just us four. I think it was just me, Gilbert, you and, and craze. And he's just fucking tearing it up, tearing it up. And then he turns around and like goes, anybody want next? No, asshole. Not after <laughs> you fucking like, <laughs> like I just. I'm going to there frick fresh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I'll, I'll never forget that. That was like, it, it was all uh-huh. of a sudden make him say I oh, became the best song ever. Just because Craze was fucking around, there and we're like, right. yeah, "He was anybody want next?" What the fuck? No. I like I mean, to, we, we, we tell. I I j- every time
3: I do see him, I am like, I was like, "Bro, you used to sleep on my couch," and or on, on
0: he slept on our dining room table one on time
1: d- on top <laughs> of the table.
2: <laughs>
0: why he passed out? Yeah, because we were we were hanging till you know whatever. Because we had because we had eighty five
2: people in our house. That's oh what. That's God. why. He's, yeah. I watched no? him on Sunday. He did a good drum and bass. Yeah, yeah he's been that's doing That's what a lot he does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so but on twitch?
2: Yeah. on twitch yeah yeah and it was kind of a mellow drumming bass which is great
0: yeah no that the was, best yeah he's he's a fucking badass but uh that was when we how about when we found out when his uh original dj name was going to be dj abuja abuja, yes. abuja.
2: Oh, i didn't know that
0: yeah he was and this was at our house we no was, afilador or afilador wasn't it the no, sharper no, no, like a, no no it was going to be needle abuja
2: Oh, yeah, that oh. was—I'll
0: never forget. Yeah, he was sitting at our dining room table. I had just finished it's typical. I was ironing my shit and then ironing Gilbert's shit, and he's sitting down. <laughs> and then I don't, yeah, I—I don't know how the story came up, but his DJ name was going to be DJ Abuha. Thank God he changed his grades because that would have been weird.
2: How did you find him? Like, what? How did? How did he get involved? In a-
0: Aj, Aj, Aj. Oh,
2: okay, so he's a scout too. Oh
0: yeah, yeah you guys owe AJ
2: so much
0: money. Oh yeah, I got to mm-hmm.
1: give props to AJ, of course. We do, yeah. right? He hooked it up. Yeah, Man, fuck that. He guy. was he you know AJ was so special. <laughs> right? He was he's he so quickly can find the air. I remember one of my first gigs it was at the Four Theater and I was nervous and I had put I didn't put the record completely on the turntable and I put the needle off. <laughs> and the, the the record's going like this. And I'm just jamming out, and then AJ, of course, he he sees it, yeah. you know. He's like, "Bro, look at your
2: fucking record." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I had to put something on, and then and then you know there'd be like a thousand people, like I don't know, spring break, probably fifteen hundred people at Crowbars, and he's like, "Hey man, how's it doing? Hey, don't don't mess this up,
2: you know." <laughs> like,
1: that's just you know not like, "Hey buddy, you can do this, it'll be awesome." No.
2: <laughs> I
0: so so Eric, this is what what you never got to live through. So Eric and I have been friends for it's gonna be over thirty years now, and he's never seen me drunk. So now talking about the Florida Theater, and Brent. So the only time I had ever thrown up and been sick from drinking was Brent was DJing. Fucking Kyle and Gilbert got me fucking totally wasted. Fifty and cent Ember box, baby. Fifty cent, yep. Yeah. He said 50 cent <laughs> pictures and five pitchers, and it was pictures and five cent drafts. <laughs> it and makes then, no so, sense. So Kyle, <laughs> what Kyle was doing is he'd pretend to drink out of the fucking pitcher and keep filling my shit up. And then I all I know is Brent was DJing and I and I and I get behind like because it was that little stage and then you and then I threw up VIP area everywhere, Gosh. everywhere.
1: I s- DJs get to see all the craziest things back oh by the gosh, DJ. Bro.
0: No. What's what
3: you talk, You want to talk about a, a, Wait, okay. a, a being the, the side room? What's the weirdest thing you
0: see? I've seen a lot of weird. Yes, stuff. well, we all work. We all worked in the same club. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I've seen. I don't know. Okay. Call one. Give me one. Off the top of your head,
1: somebody dropping their um their friend into the the booth because he was. In a G hole, and just like <laughs> <you>
0: know,
1: <laughs> I would say, a lot of these are probably drug that related. Was, yeah, like right,
2: right. but that was yeah, that was a big <clears throat> uh, drug era too, right? Yeah, yeah, well, that's
1: yeah. He was a he was a meat heady dude, like probably like you know fraternity meathead kind of guy.
2: Right. Like oh, like
1: jacked up, and and you know like I can't turn paramedic right now because there's five hundred people. The
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so sacrifice the one and for the many. Just, right. Like, right. Uh,
1: well, you know, their friends
0: were near, I mean, it was just so much, bro. It was just yeah, it was, without, no, you don't even have to go that far, just Gainesville alone.
1: Yeah.
0: Gainesville alone. Like,
3: I was I, I was saying about about, about the the Florida night theaters, those Thursday night theaters. you talk about of a small room turning into the, the massive thing that it was. It was literally branch started in that first little room, and it, it was the, the main floor was closed. Remember that? Yeah, like when yeah, you it was first started. Open. It was never I open. started
1: there with uh, one crate, one crate of records, bro. I remember I played, I had, I played every song from Outcast, like every song
3: <laughs> from the from the album,
1: and then every song from like, I mean, there was a few albums like, Diggie's album and a couple of you know all the old school because that's all I had. I had one crate and it wasn't even filled. I was still like leaning to the side. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I forgot about
3: that. Yeah, and then it be, it slowly morphed into this thing. Then they put you in that closet because they needed all the space yeah <laughs> that sounds horrible dude. yeah yeah i, I mean they, uh, they they i mean they were kind enough to cut a hole in it but i mean
2: uh... it's did... <laughs> <laughs> like trying to see worse light you know like, like i was in a jail dj you could see outside rubbing. you know was, you, like, you were at this time you were primarily hip-hop you didn't do breaks or, or you, you know that's low. a good that's a good question i started
1: djing because i wanted a dj for b-boys and break dancing music and breaks But there was not a lot of money to be made there at the time right right so and i but i also liked hip-hop so the hip-hop gigs were starting to come about so my gigs for money was that was hip-hop and r&b and reggae and you know a little bit of old school 80s and stuff like that and then and then it was kind of like we had a dual i had a dual life in the beginning not dual life but i'm saying i I either did hip-hop and that or i did rigs right and then it wasn't until like years later that i And it was really all up here, you know, when it comes to image and stuff like that, which is all BS, but it wasn't until years later that I said, well, I can do everything, you know, like I could go from hip hop to, 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 you know, mid BPMs, like 150 BMS to freestyle in the breaks, you know, and back and forth. And it was at AJ's parties later on that we started, you know, Fort Lauderdale and everywhere. You know, I I wouldn't mind mixing breaks with hip hop and freestyle, but early on it was, it was one or the other.
2: But I actually, and the audience doesn't... was open to it, like they, you know, they received it well too. It's not like, you know, how sometimes we just classify, and even even your audience, like they'll go wanting to listen to one kind of, yeah, but, yeah. You uh, know, I pissed some, some,
1: right? piss some people off. Okay. Like I'd have people <laughs> hitting me up, like, bro, pray breaks tonight, man. Not not all that hip hop, and all the you know the hip hop guys they bros play more hip hop, you know. So you can't. There's no way to.
0: But, but you know, anything. but I, I think that's when it was fun. Like like when you'd go, you know, when you'd hear. Um, you know, somebody drop a hip hop record and then start mixing it into like, a, you know, a drum and bass version of like a Jungle Brothers song, and then go into all of a sudden you hit Ready or Not a drum and bass version, and then all of a sudden you know you're like, or that that's when it got fun when people started mixing you know hip hop and drum,
1: drum and bass allowed that just loud for just because of the beat beat yeah. per, beats per minute yeah. like drum and, like hip hop is half the speed of drum and bass yeah.
0: double time yeah
3: but yeah. with
1: hip with hip hop and breaks it was like I early you know 90s to like 120s and 130s it was no way to do those type of blends i mean uh, not, uh, there always was but, uh, so only, that, you'd have uh, to transition bps up you know yeah. and down and
3: yeah you got you, you you would always be able to once you got into freestyle and and yeah. bambata and all that stuff then yeah. you could right. go into into the break although
0: only brand will start the night with biggie and then end it with yummy <laughs> 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 A brand, yummy into uh,
1: two
2: left crew uh,
0: uh, yeah. throw that d
2: yeah for <laughs> sure <laughs>
0: But hey, um, you guys, do have any more questions for? Well, brands? you
2: also got you, you you later got into the production side of stuff, right? You also released two, Oh, that's two right CDs. and I cried for You.
0: Oh yeah, no, how, how
2: did, what 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 brought that on? Like at this point, you're like deep in the music, and you just you know wanted to see how far you could go. Like is
1: uh, on the production. Well, yeah, I guess I you know you start doing mix CDs or whatever, and then um, mix tapes, mix CDs, and then um. And then I had an opportunity to get into the studio and I had been collecting, like, like, I had been writing notes, literally notes. This song, at this part of the track, I like this bass and snare combination, or I like this these synths over here. I had pages of notes. So uh, when I finally got a chance to go to the studio, I, I just brought, basically brought all those notes in there and the actual, what I had, and then... I worked with Jerry King and he showed me how to use the gear and he worked with me and props to Jerry and and we cranked out a couple tracks and I didn't know what I was doing, but I, you know, I, this is where I got some help. I asked some people around like, Hey, how do you, how do you, how do you print a record? How do you distribute a record? How do you, and I had been working at a record store over there too. So I started buying, I don't know if you guys remember Stratus?
0: Of course. Yeah. So I was working there buying. my only contribution, my only contribution to his career was I drew the logo. Yeah, oh, that's right.
1: You yeah. did cry No, yeah. you actually hooked it up with a twelve hundred back in the day. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Did I? Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. Then, but uh, but that little. But yeah, you little,
1: did the you did do the logo. It was, the, yeah, it was the little the, 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 the music okay. Yeah.
2: Can yeah. we find this anywhere? Like, are we able to listen to it on Spotify or something like that? Yeah, yeah.
1: they're they're out there. It's on YouTube and. On YouTube, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, perhaps I, we can put it on the, it. the the podcast to Expose some people to it. Is that possible? I could put it. I, yeah. Well, I can put it up. Or you could release it on Spotify, and we could look up BBJ, get you back uh, in the game. Yeah, I, th- I don't <laughs> know if
1: I'm. I'm I i do not even know if I'm on there. But I thought I would If it. I, if I find it.
2: if
0: I find it on YouTube, I can post it on the on our Instagram. Cool.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I just went from there. Did and then I had more people do some stuff on the label, and then, and then I did that. Uh, that snowman. But so you did
2: everything. You did. What? You you know you 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 compiled the tracks like. Artwork, uh, you managed every aspect of the yes. Uh, putting, yeah. I mean, from from the
1: production of it right. to to taking it to Miami Springs to get the Stamper to finding the distributor to to I, I remember you guys remember simply Jeff, yeah, yeah. he was a, he was a rock star. Yeah, I remember finally it got they got sent all over the United States to the record shops, and it was Winter Music Conference, and you know when we would all meet at the pool, all the DJs over there, right? Was the thing to do, but you meet at the pool exchange records, and I remember giving the record to simply Jeff. Hey, man, it he was no dude. We just got this in our store, man. It's doing real well. You keep this, man. This is good. I already got them, I'm already selling them in the store. I remember it was one of those moments because I have been like working hard, bro, working hard for years, right? right And, I, and I'm like hustling, all right, hey, hey, let me give it to Jeff, and he goes, No, I got it. And I go, I, I, I sat down, I went.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I really said that like well, one you know, at least something's working, you know, from free, free BJ to
0: yeah, BJ, BJ too. to
1: somebody's playing my shit. It's like all right, this shit works.
2: You they they got work.
0: Free B J didn't turn into DJ <laughs> Bj. And then, yeah, that's how you're making it. Oh, yeah. It funny.
2: <laughs> and you yeah. were a big part of the the winter music conference scene too, right? Like was that through the the hip hop stuff you were doing here or was it, you know, the more of the break side or combination of good, both? Good,
1: good, great question. So when our music conference was house, mostly house, okay. and it would have like a little breaks here and there, but there was no break beat party it didn't exist. So it was one of those things. If there's a void, you know, fulfill, you know, if there's a problem, find the solution. And I was just like, you know what, let's do an all breaks party. And I, I was working with exact Larry McCormick at the time for, for, one of one of our releases and I said buddy let's let's do something right you know like you hire the DJs I'll I'll, I'll get the venue and and we ran and I did and it kicked butt and then the following year he wanted to do something different. I said cool and I said oh crap I want to keep this going and then that's when I called uh Glenn on, right then. Glenn Morgan yeah. and uh we uh I said listen I don't do flyers I don't hire djs i'll get the venue i'll get the money i'll so you do the de- flyers you you get the djs i'll get the venue i'll do all this and and then 15 years straight future sound oh, the brakes we, we had like you know 15 years straight Holy yeah shit. from 2002 to 2017 the first one was called bang the box was with larry then we changed it to future sound the brakes and you know props to glenn he had he thought of the name of it and he ran with it and we just made it happen and you know and yeah 15 years strong we had, i mean then we had these venues with like five rooms in it and it was mecca it was cl- you remember
3: yeah that when i remember i had it to do the door <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are one of those like if you built like one of those years it was like because we hopped around from the venue and then we finally found mecca which, which had, was it had huge and
2: that place was, place was a
1: monster and that was part of the thing it was like then we tried to get too big and then there was multiple breaks parties happening and the budgets got high. And if you don't well, get sponsorships for those type of deals, like.
3: Yeah. And, a, and it was, a, it was, a, I, I know, I know towards the end, it was like the, the, the explosion of like uh, dubstep and, and these DJs yeah. were getting paid like 40, 50 grand. Like it was crazy what they're, what, you know, like what these guys are playing or, you know, getting paid at the time. And, um, but yeah, it was fun. Like, I, I remember I, I used to do all the, 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 like, like the artist relations doors. So like when Icy would get there, he would come see me so I can give him his tickets and do whatever the hell I had to do or whatever. But, uh, um, but yeah, those, those future, the, the, the FSLB parties were yeah. legendary, man. That, that's
0: cool. You get to do that. And then I had to deal with fucked up Kioki and the fucking black dildo. <laughs> yeah. And <Andrew. laughs>
1: I remember seeing Kiyoki and Gainesville and I, and I was in the DJ booth and I was like, this is
0: weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, so yeah, that, that's what AJ got me to do. Like, it's, we're in, so I don't know if you remember in Brick City, the VIP is yes. just a little fucking thing off on the side. Yeah, so. like a, a like a
3: rise. Yeah, yeah, so
0: it's <laughs> Christy, Marcel, it's all our friends, and Kiyoki. And he's standing there with these fucking <laughs> huge butterfly wings with a strap on and like I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? What the fuck? Like, but I did I did get to be in Africa Bombada that day, which is pretty cool. Oh,
1: that's right. That, that he, was was tra- also- he, he was train record. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry. And then yeah. No. And then uh well, that was also the night that I I think that was the same, the same event where we heard trip theory for the first time. Oh, was it? I think so. All, all I remember is I think we were at Renee's house after, and, and we, and, and then after one of the songs played, Brandon and I just looked at each other and go, "Bro, and play again, play again. It was already it daylight." Was, yeah, of course it was, it was, it was.
3: A, a game. I mean, we brought a lot of shows to 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 Gainesville, man. Like it was, and it was funny. We well, like, did I, one of
1: the first shows there, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. In bloom. In Shout bloom, out to of course. Of course. I, you know, well, it's funny. I didn't even come up with the name, but still, um, but <laughs> okay, I, I, over I, to that. AJ, uh, no, uh, either one, it works. Yeah. But, um, but it was funny, like the constant tension of, of, of just doing those parties in, in Gainesville. Cause it was like the Simon crew, which was like all the house music and all that stuff. because at the time, Simon was one of the biggest clubs in the, in the world. And it was located in this, fucking small little city in florida you know what i mean and but literally world famous like you talk about kiyoki sasha digweed like a- every big artist would go there and then and then we would butt heads with those guys and then it was funny like I, one of the times i met icy was like on a r- random wednesday night he had like 10 people there and and he's he was like set. He just ended up sitting next to A, you know, us and AJ, and we were started talking about all this shit. And then that's how we became friends with Icy and shit. You know what I mean? It's like wow. it, was just, it was it was such like a weird. Um, it thing was like, because
1: there was that battle of like house versus breaks, kind of yeah, like. all the time. Yeah, all the time. and at the same time, that's when the rave started. That was even before the, you know, all the all the the legalization or the the two, the 2 PM co- thing and all yeah, that. Yeah, the code or the breakdown of the rave laws and all that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, that was that was
0: fun, man. Yeah, good times.
2: Good
0: times. Yeah, and it's funny to to realize how it just
2: sounds like you guys ruined it for future generations, right? At least for pretty much for, did, for, for for about twenty years, right? Because there's no more two p.m. laws, right? Yeah. No, they're still there. Oh,
3: they're really? still there. Orlando, yeah, Orlando, well, Gainesville, yeah, South Beach, obviously not is not, but yeah, Orlando. I think Tampa might be two p.m. as well. I remember. How about Broward? T- is, Tampa has generation. that been
2: lifted in Broward?
3: No, Br- yeah, Broward's, yeah, Broward's pretty much open all the time too.
2: Zombies at at eleven o'clock in the morning watching at 7 Eleven from the- Oh. Oh, oh you talk
3: about the edge? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> think that I missed out on that one, though. I was
1: in Gainesville when all that went down. Uh, then, that yeah, no, no, where like, I, mean, I, I, was. I we caught were, a little we were, bit of it. Uh, we, were we were
0: there. We I were caught there. a little
3: bit of it at the end. And then you know, then I, that, then that's when I moved to Gainesville after. But
0: I've been I've been a zombie. I've been a uh, that place. God. Um, but then, you know what it's cool when you look back and we were in the middle of, of that scene when it was in its infancy and then when it, t- I mean, you talk about all those DJs now and they're fucking legends and these were like people that slept on our fucking couch on our dining room table. Like, I, they, I mean, it, it's, it's fucking weird to look back at it now and say, holy shit, you know. That
2: is impressive, right? You guys were there. Like, you guys did the beginning, right? Because it, it got pretty big between Gainesville and Orlando, the break scene. It started while you guys Yeah, it was really, at still, least right?
3: Yeah, at least down here, you know, obviously it was like like the fever crew was right, was the guys that, that fever
1: really... and Warsaw happened in Miami, and then you had but that was more you know, like trance,
2: right? So
3: like no, maybe... no, 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 no. Really? that was, great. No, that was it the was beginning breaks? of it. That was, wait, that was like the, the okay. best dancers in,
1: in the globe right there. Yeah,
3: and with, with Dr. Psychosis, who's still one of my favorite DJs, man. Like that guy was, you know what I mean? it was it was funny because it was obviously it was different. It wasn't like the Florida breaks, but you know, it was like when Josh Wink was you know, at the height and so like, you know, higher stage of consciousness and of like, consciousness, yeah. yeah, like uh, that was kind of like that sound in the beginning of it. And then, and then like Icy was really like the one that revolved it and made it like sound like that Florida break, like the classic Florida break sound, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah was were, guy, right?
2: was he was a Broward guy, right? He was Orlando. 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 Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, we were, we were doing early parties in, in Gainesville, you know, Um, the, remember the guys that, that did, we were friends with the guy that did Zen, you know what I'm saying? Like um, I forgot his name now, but um. Yeah, it was just—it was just—it was a great time. You know what I mean? It was—it was cool to be part of that of that
2: scene. You know, it was like transition. Just hearing the transition from the breaks to the hip hop, and how you—you know, can we say you were responsible for it, or is that—is that a bit too much? Who you? No, (laughs) here here in the beach, you know, or you were just? Oh no, no, no,
1: because there was—I didn't play any
2: breaks at the beach. No, no, but I mean the transition to the hip hop sound in the Miami club scene, like Mm -hmm. at least the Miami Beach
1: wouldn't I wasn't responsible for that but I was you, say
2: you were. That. no I, mm.
1: I was uh Just I was uh you know you had your, like you had your Radamus your Mauricio you had your Irie I was like next tier I was literally like mm. you know coming you know and I I ended up being like opening up for them to, to like you know pl- they're, they're one hot spot on a Friday night. I'm at another hot spot on Friday night, you know, so or Saturday night. So, yeah, I mean, at
3: what time, like, I mean, and it's also the clubs had to change themselves. Like, there was one time when, when the, when Opium, like the original Opium had Khaled, Irie, and Mauricio as their residents. So, in one night, like they're in different rooms or, you know, yeah. like two in the room, you had, know, like that,
1: Prive, that Prive, right. which was awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like the, the nightlife itself had to change and be knowing that and and just like the music itself was moving where hip hop was now like the the pro- predominant genre. So once that and then the clubs are going to kind of fall back because that's what people want to hear, you know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it was that. And there was a place next to. I forgot, man. there was Rock Bar. Did you ever play at Rock Bar?
3: No. And there, was, and, and there was a Van place- Dome, I used to play at. once in a while amica
1: was a big spot oh amica i played as well yeah a little while yep yep it was just happened so fast before you know it you know you're
2: it's crazy 10 years right 10 years it was about 10 years
1: what what, did i dj
2: branch
3: Runner was like what like like 2000 to like 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 head
1: down laser yeah it was 10 years from 90 i think from 96 to 2005. So I, then, then I started slowing down in 2006. But I kept playing, you know, but not – I the re, I moved away from the residencies. But I kept doing stuff for AJ all the time. It's fucking AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> when you think you're out, he pulls you back in. No, I, and I had some good times after that. I got to play with Ma, I, Magic Mike out of Orlando like two or like three times only. after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had nights at Cash Only. So you know I Magic Mike? Is he a breaks guy? Yeah, he, well, he's a Miami bass guy. I am, okay. And, yeah, he's a Miami bass guy, but
2: he I watch his Twitch and it's great. it's like, Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. He's
1: and energetic. It's, it's amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's, like, but he's a father. He does, he does a lot of hip hop too, though. Because um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he held down a residency in Orlando for years at, at this place called Antigua's, and um and it was all hip hop. It was no breaks at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah.
1: He's 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 Miami based hip hop. And, and and breaks and I mean legend, every, he man. plays everything.
3: Yeah. yeah, he's a legend.
2: Yes. Yeah. So there
1: was there's been good times, man. When I got to play with G Funk last Sunday. I'm oh yeah, out.
2: that was awesome. Oh, no. and I told the guys. That's about it, the little, don't, don't DJ anymore. You peak. Yeah, he can retire now. <laughs> the, the, the little pearl of wisdom that you gave me that weekend about um you know I had asked you because you know, I, I tend to be snooty when it comes to um electric or digital uh, DJs you know that don't have uh, analog turntables and you were you 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 just like told me like hey it allows the artist to be more creative so ever since then i have approached it differently and i have opened up it wasn't to, easy you it know? wasn't easy to 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 buy the
1: digital gear like 15 years difficult digital <laughs> gear <laughs>
3: Oh, man. Hey. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think, I think, bro, it's, it's, it's all about what you do with equipment, man. It's not the equipment itself. Like there's I always there's... said,
1: listen, man, when, when somebody says, when somebody says, oh, you know, but now it's so easier because they could get all the music. I go, listen, I'm going to give you the best gear, all the music. Okay. And you're going to go play in front of 500 people or a thousand people for seven hours straight and make sure that they, they, they hang for the next five to seven hours and the bar makes money. Right. You got it all, so you could give all that stuff to. If the person can't hold the crowd for a long period of time, then it doesn't matter what the gear and the music mm-hmm. is.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. pearls of wisdom by Brantley J. Volk.
1: Oh, that's what yeah. G Funk's doing, bro. That, yeah. He's holding it. He, you're the man yeah. these days, man. You're rocking yeah. on all, all over you. the place. Yeah. Yes,
3: I learned for the best.
0: All right. Well, I'm <laughs> like, like, uh... <laughs> Let, let, let's end it there with D, with DJG Funk on top. But, hey, Brent, dude, I thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate it, brother. It was, uh, it, it's I haven't seen you in a while. It's, it's good to see you again. Um,
1: Likewise. I remember you there all those days, like, keeping everybody feel safe. <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> what a, that's what a bouncer does. He said, I'll, we're going to throw Adiris under the bus real quick. I, I do remember the, the privilege of dating a DJ was when the DJ's girlfriend starts a fight and you don't kick her out. You kick out the girl that, stu- that got hit. Or got, but <laughs> but, uh, but no, nah, man, it, you know, the it, it's cool that after all these years, we're still friends. And, you know, we have so many fucking stories to share. And oh, man. This it, easily could be a fucking 10-hour podcast. but For sure. But For now, sure. But, uh, you might be arrested after a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's funny because <laughs> there's times that we're talking about shit and I want to tell the story and I'm like, I don't think I should. I right. don't, you know, I'm but glad, uh, I'm,
1: I'm very, I'm very uh, pleased with how this
0: is. So uh, right, it could have turned left really bad. Yeah. No, yeah, I, definitely. you
1: know, I was very open, you know, to like, but very civilized, gentlemen. Yeah, very
0: civilized. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we finally, <laughs> finally matured a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but there's yeah, there's times we go. Like, God damn it, I wish I could tell the story, but uh, it's like you know we have kids, <laughs> you know, like jobs, but you know what? Even though we can't say them on the air, we all know the stories, and we all had a great time. So, I mean, we one day when we all get to meet up again, uh, I mean, we'll share them and, and have a good time.
1: Yes, but, uh, very important,
0: Brand. DJ DBJ, thanks a lot, brother. I really thank agree. you, man. Thank Love you, you guys. Thank for taking the time appreciate to do it. this, man. Really All Appreciate right, man. it, too. Eric. Yes. anything? Thank you, guys. Any
2: parting words? Bye. Bye, Gilbert. <laughs> Peace, Brand. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All right, guys, we're out.